1: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Kat Sadler, and it sure is a beautiful day. After such a bleak year, it's time for some joy, and I cannot wait for you to hear my fresh and fun new show, I crack open about mom life, relationships, wellness, and beauty, all the things. Plus, I have provocative conversations with some of the most fascinating and famous faces in pop culture. I'm here to lift you up and
0: make you think. Check
1: out It Sure Is a Beautiful Day with me and you
0: every Tuesday. Hey, friend. It's Nicole, host of the Nicole Walters podcast. Here's where we laugh, we cry, and we grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Let's get started. Hey friend, so you can probably hear it in my voice today. I am so excited about today's chat. And the reason why is because I am not solo. I have a guest here that you are going to to love. And how do I know that? Because I love her. Our guest today is my sweet middle baby, the mid-tiny, Chris. Chris, hey! You! I'm so glad you're here today.
1: Thank you for having me. Of
0: course. I I didn't have you, have you? Like, not physically. Like, my body's still right and tight and sweet and snatched. But, you know, I had you in terms of on the podcast and in the future. I love you. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks. (laughs) Y'all, this is going to be the best chat ever because it's going to be nothing but me making her cringe (laughs) and you guys will feel the pain. No, y'all, I'm so glad she's here because we are actually going to dive into some real topics and we're going to talk about a couple things. So the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, just an update. So if you're new around here and you don't know about the mid-tiny and you don't know about her amazing, incredible life and story, we're going to touch base on that so you can just get caught up. I'm so proud of my babies that I'm always trying to give them an opportunity to share, but mostly because they are absolutely inspirational. I mean, I am motivated, moved, and I admire them so much. So it's like an honor, you know, for you guys to get to meet them. And then, After that, we're going to dive into talking about a really important topic. So whether you're a mom or an aunt or a sister, it's really important that you guys know this and know this may be going on with the kids around you so that you are able to help them and lean in and be a support and help drive their future in a positive way. And it was something that we've talked about and we've gone over and we've grown in. And we just thought that it'd be great to take that knowledge to you, too. So it's going to be a great one. We're going to kick off with slide into my DMs because this topic came in and I was like, I'm not going to answer this myself. I am absolutely going to talk to the person who I think knows the most. So you don't know about this, Chris, because you don't listen to my content. Nope. I, I support from a distance. You support from a distance. So you support it because my content pays your bills.
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and I support from up close, too, because I give you hugs. You that know? is true. I receive that. I text that. you sometimes. You do. You're
0: like, how's that going? I see you did things. I send you memes. That's right. That's, That's right. Support. Support. You're right. I receive it. So just to let you know, and for anyone who's listening who's just tuning in for the first time or getting caught up, slide into your DMs is where we answer your questions. So if you ever have any questions for me, you can actually look in our show notes and click on the message function and leave me a voicemail. We would love to hear from you. Or you can actually slide into my DMs on Instagram, Twitter, anywhere you see at Nicole Walters. Just slide into my DMs and send me a question. So this week's question comes from Brielle and Brielle wanted to know she's got kids and they are in their teens. She's got a 13 year old, a 14 year old, a 17 year old and an 18 year old. And she wants to know when is a good time to start letting them date and have those dating conversations. So I've got my thoughts. Mm. You know, I have thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think, Chris? When's a good time to let your kids date? I'd say 13, 14 is a good age. Y'all can't see my face right now, but I am having <laughs> feels. The other reason I'm having feels is we have another guest here in the room with us. And it is a Puffin, my tiny one, who is 10 years old. And she can probably holler. We could hear on the mic holler. Say hi, everyone. Hello. Yeah, help. So one more time for the, for the... Hello. You see that? She's here. And so you just said in front of your tiny sister, this little itty bitty one that in 3 years you think she can start dating? I don't think she, it would be great,
1: but oh, I know lord. it's going to happen.
0: Oh lord. Because me I've, done personally- <laughs> I've done wrong. I've done wrong. When you think you are doing it right, your no, children will no, want to kill was, you. it eh? was
1: good. It was it was good.
0: It wasn't good. Yeah. Oh no, please. I need someone to come save me. I cannot. So on today I have a question. What is today's date? Good. The 9th. The 9th June. of what? Of June? Yeah. Hey, so today, on today, June 9th, 2022, <laughs> what has happened? You you probably know. I, I don't. You have killed me, eh? Oh. You have killed me. You have okay. taken your mother's life and you have said it doesn't matter. No, it, it matters. It doesn't. It does. 13? Just because. Okay, so.
1: Pre-adoption.
0: OK. Flashback. OK. Before Flashback. War. So we're going to talk about before the, the before times. Yeah. In okay? the before time. In the before times. Oh. Uh, for those of you guys listening, I am an adoptive mother. I have three littles ages soon to be 11, 20 and 23. So I've been a mom for eight years. And this is what we refer to when we say the before times.
1: So in the before times, mm-hmm. as you know, I had my first boyfriend, mm-hmm. Matthew.
0: Yes, I remember that.
1: When Ooh, not, I, name <laughs> not name
0: dropping. Not name dropping. I didn't need to. <laughs> cut it out. Cut it out. We not cut nothing. We not cut nothing. Okay. Do you really want to
1: cut? No, it's fine.
0: No, leave it in there. We are not cutting nothing. Okay. Um, okay. So Matt, I just want to let you know you missed out. You missed out. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. So Matthew?
1: Yeah, at age, I think it was like 12. Okay. Yeah. And it was just like, Oh my God. We're like besties, but like you wanna kiss? Ooh. And, but then it's like, not really, but sometimes, maybe. Oh, wow. You know, oh, so wow. it's like not as much like super like lovey ness because like you guys are children, calm down. Sure, sure. But just sure. like, oh, this is someone that I like spending time with. Okay, and so like, if feelings grow like outside of a friendship. Right, Like,
0: right. So, I mean, what you're saying, and I think this should be could be clarified for Brielle and for any of the, you know, people who are listening, that basically you're saying that that interest in sort of having some sort of boyfriend whatever really starts at around that 12, 13 mark. Yeah. And then that kind of may lead into having a boyfriend or dating yes. at a later point. Yes. Okay. So I think that it might be at this point I don't know. Is anyone else hot? (laughs) (laughs) This is what parenting is like, y'all. This is what it is. No, I think that I agree with you that it's important and it sounds like what you're saying is parents need to be ready to acknowledge that these thoughts, these feelings, these ideas are going to start occurring around that age because they're officially teens. You know, they're not preteens anymore. We're 13. It's, it's real. But that we also need to hold space for whatever our rules are, whatever our ideas are, and having those conversations because dating may start occurring soon thereafter. Mm-hmm. So, OK, so to clear it up, I guess for Brie Ellard and for me as well, what you're saying is, yeah, they may like boys, but when is really the right time for them to start going out? Like, oh, to going st- out. See, so also, y'all parents, note that. You always want to clarify with your kids what they mean because it's true, though, right? Like stuff like hooking up. Yeah. Hooking up has 15 definitions. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like you want to be clear on what it means. So dating for you means. It
1: kind of varies depending
0: on what it is. So you're saying if you're like 12 to 14, dating is just, I like a boy, maybe. Yeah.
1: It's just, I like a boy. And I choose a boy to pay attention
0: to. Yeah. Got it. 14 to 17. 14 to 17 is like, oh, I
1: like a boy. No, like like we're not going anywhere, maybe? face.
0: Okay, got it. So like we're not going anywhere, but maybe in school, we might hold hands more. It might be more of a thing. Yeah. Or like small dates, like,
1: oh, you know, we're going to go get ice cream. Like meet
0: me at the park. Yeah. That type of energy. And then 17 to 20 Seventeen to twenty is like, okay, go outside. Okay, like we're going to the movies, we're doing that. Okay, so there is a range, you know, of kind of like what makes sense. Now it's great to clarify that. And I think that may even answer your question, Brielle. But for me, you know, as the child of African immigrants, as a very traditional person, dating really had to do with calendars. We, you know, go down to the local supply store and we pick out a calendar, we write a date on it. So that's what I think dating is. And y'all are out here playing games with my spirit. Okay. Oh. Stressed. Okay. I'm stressed. I guess that is where the word comes from. Oh, my goodness. I cannot. I cannot do this one. No, I'm kidding. No, it's fine. No, so it's the truth. And so when did you start dating? Probably like 17. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like
1: sophomore, junior year of high school is when it's like, oh, we're going to go ice skating and then see a movie or get ice cream. And it's like
0: going out. yeah. Yeah. Like just
1: more like going out.
0: Places. Yeah. With with a boy. And so one of the things I think is worth noting is that was that was in the aftertimes that was with Mm us. And before you started dating, what did it look like in terms of sort of rules, expectations, you know, communication, supervision, like what sort of things were in place? It was like you would
1: take me to the place that we decided to go to Mm -hmm. and it's like, you would be in the building but not like up under us because it's kind of creepy. It is creepy, yeah. But it's like, oh, we're going to see a movie. Okay, I'm going to go see the movie like next to the theater that you Mm -hmm. guys are at and Mm -hmm. then we'll all meet back around this time. Later, yep. Or if you want to go to the mall, then after the movie, we could all go to the mall and I'll just like let you guys walk around for a little bit. Yep. But if it's dark outside, no.
0: No, exactly. Right. (laughs) So like it's giving them room to explore and know that, you know, mom's still close, you know, if you need anything. So I think that answers the question. I thought that was great. And of course, I think more than anything, it's important that we all recognize that everybody's kid is different. You know, and it's really important to have a conversation with your kid, a conversation with your partner, especially if you aren't like a single mom, you know, to make sure you guys are on the same page. Conversation with any therapist that may be in the room because, you know, kids mature at different ages and their needs are different. And I don't know about you, Chris, but I feel like this world is maturing kids at a different age. So, you know, what may have been 12, 13 for us is getting earlier and earlier. So it's important to have those conversations. Oh, you, you look a little worried yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're you in a place.
1: You're like, oh, my gosh. I was just thinking about Ali. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be taking her on dates. I mean, if
0: you want to take her on dates, I'm. Oh, no, I'm going to be this. there. Wow. Wow. I'm going to be there. <laughs> it's so funny because you don't understand how I feel, how I'm like, no, you can't do stuff. You're my little baby. But with your little sister, you're like, yeah. oh, no, like I'm going to be.
1: Because it's different.
0: It's different. See, it's I different. love that, though. I love that. <laughs> I love that you guys are close. So. Brielle, thanks for sending in the question. I hope that answers it. And more than anything, no matter what you decide, as long as you and your kiddo are on the same page, things are going to go great. So, y'all, we normally do Don't Make Yourself content where we will pull from pop culture and we will, you know, chat that through and kind of figure out how to apply that info to our own lives. But today, I actually, because I'm so excited to have Chris here in studio, I really want you guys to get to know her better before we dive into our topic today, which is so, so good. So, Chris, tell people about yourself. How old are you? And like, are you in school? Like, tell us a little bit about you.
1: I recently turned 20 years old. I'm not So ready. that's super exciting. I am a, would it be a rising soft, no, rising junior. Yeah, third, you are. I'm
0: third year of college. I mean, really, you're basically a junior. I mean, the software is done, so. Yeah. Wow. It's wild. How does it feel? Does it feel yeah. weird to you? Yeah. I, I had to change my, here. like,
1: you know, the thing at the bottom of emails? Yeah. Where it's like, you're like, oh, you know, you're like, this is my name. And, yeah, like, yeah, where yeah. And yeah. go. You're yeah, like, updating like, it? Yeah, I was like, junior. Oh my gosh. I felt old. You um, feel
0: old, just a little. I remember when you was a wee little baby with your braces. Okay. All right. see <laughs> see see this I feel old. I'm bald. You are that's bald. A, that's that's a true. Thing. That's true.
1: By choice. bald by choice. <laughs> but also I am a cancer survivor, which is pretty cool, but also super hard and sometimes
0: sad but yeah, it's okay. okay. It is okay. Yeah. yeah, so what you may not know is that Chrissy is a survivor of stage for Hodgkin's lymphoma. A couple years ago, she, she was diagnosed and she tackled it and crushed it and we haven't had any recurrence and we thank God for that and she is out in this world living her best and brightest. So you don't hear a lot about survivors, you know, they don't get the walks as much, you know, they don't yeah. get the fundraisers, but they're out there and if that is something you're struggling with or someone close to you is struggling with, have hope because it is possible to have healing. So there's that. A cancer survivor, which is just one of the many things that's cool about you. And do you have a boyfriend or are you single right now? Or I'm just saying because that? you're that. Because you're know. gorgeous. Because you you're gorgeous. You're just gorgeous. I just know it's gonna, I just want to to save my DMs. I just want to save my DMs because all the mamas listening right now are like, well, you know, I'd love to set her up with my son. So just help me out here.
1: Yes, I currently have a boyfriend. Oh, oh you do. And he's very nice.
0: Oh, is he? Yes, yeah,
1: very sweet. Is he?
0: Yes. Mm, okay. We should have him on the podcast.
1: Maybe, depending.
0: Depending why? Well, yeah, I would love to have a sit down with him. We're very private people.
1: We're <laughs> not. No. Um,
0: That's it. No. Yeah. I would love to have him on the podcast. We should. We should definitely set something up. Because do you think it's? I mean, is it too soon or? It feels too soon, but only like
1: numerically. Because... Oh, you mean
0: you feel good about it yeah. emotionally, but just date and time wise, yeah. it feels like it's too soon. Yeah. Ew, you like him. <laughs> Shush. Ah! Oh, so cute! So, I, I'll spare you I'll spare you but yeah this is like your first like kind of realish one yeah nice nice oh everyone's happy for you all the internet aunties everyone listening right now is Inks, like oh we love it oh we love it I have met him and he is mommy approved he's a good one so very excited about that for you congrats thank you congrats we're excited for you because lord like knows my dating life's a hot oh, mess God. so find <laughs> <laughs> me one lord Uh, If you can't do it for her, you can't do it for me. (laughs) So all that said, great and happy to have you here. And I know that everyone loves you. Also, you are a entrepreneur. You have your own business. So can you tell us a little bit about that? I sell head wraps
1: online. Okay. It started out because it was a product that I used when I had cancer. And it was like. More comfortable Mm -hmm. for me to wear that or like it made me feel good. Yeah. And like, that's just how I chose to represent myself. Sure. In the moment. Sure.
0: Yeah, you were always, I mean, you were always comfortable being bald. Yeah. You'd already cut your hair before. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Also, it kept me warm. Yeah, you were
0: very cold. You were also very shivery. So it was like the right thing. So you started Summer Arrow, right? Yes. I started Summer
1: Arrow. Mm -hmm. And it's not only for like, cancer patients or survivors. I wear them. They look
0: good. (laughs) (laughs) Wear them regularly.
1: Yeah, it's just fashion. And it's just something that I choose to wear and... I think a lot of other people also like wearing
0: them. That's true. So she is being modest, y'all. She opened up this business about a year ago during the summer as legit a side hustle. It was like, hey, it's a summer. Let me get a couple you know, products to see if I can start an online business. And she crossed six figures within a couple months. So she's being modest, but she is one heck of a business owner. And I'd like to say she takes after her mama, <laughs> you know, but it's her work ethic. I mean, she is packaging, marketing, writing emails, handling her ship station her bank accounts I mean you truly do everything yourself and I'm so proud of you thanks mom you're amazing okay so all that said I'm so glad people have a chance to know you I am ready to jump into our topic so let's get going So y'all, this is something that I've brought up a couple of times, whether it was on live or on social. And every time I bring it up, people are always saying to me, oh, my goodness, Nicole, I never knew this, but it is something I am going to address with my kiddos. And I don't want to take credit for it because it's honestly something that came up from conversations I've had with my own daughter, Chris. And I can't think of a better thing or a better place to bring up this topic of how important it is that you like your children and not just love them. Yes. Oh, Chris. <laughs> I know. It's like this is a biggie. And I first want to kind of put it into context of how this came up with us. Mm-hmm. Basically, what you were telling me was that for in our home, you just come in, you know, throw out your bags. We start talking about whatever the thing is. But you're saying that with your friends, it's they come in, they go to their corner and they may not talk to their parents. So I asked you, why on earth are these like kids not talking to their parents? Like, why wouldn't they?
1: Yeah, and my answer mm-hmm. was because the parents and also the children, yeah. like, there's a mutual love for each other and mm-hmm. respect, mm-hmm. sometimes. Sometimes. But,
0: yeah. <laughs> I was like, let's keep it real. Mori yeah. was a show for a reason. <laughs> like, let's keep it all the way real. Mm-hmm.
1: But, like, there wasn't a understanding and, like, just like for your child and, like, their personality. Like, it, your child isn't someone that you would just hang out with, like, the way you would hang out with one of your older friends.
0: Sure, sure, sure. But
1: it's like, for us, it is. And it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, we just like sit on the couch and like just talk. Hang out, yeah. yeah.
0: The way she's saying it now is how she said it to me then, just kind of in a matter-of-fact way. But I know that for the, you know, mama, sisters, aunties, cousins out there, that's a gut punch. I mean, the idea that our kids could think in the quiet moments when they're by themselves that we surely love them, but that we don't like them. Like, I, I even saying it makes me, like, move to tears. Mm-hmm. Like, the idea that you would ever think I don't like you is crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? It's something that I actually say regularly where I'm like, I'm so lucky because I have the best kids. Like, I don't just love my kids, like, all of them. I actually like them. Like, they're people that I would choose to just hang out with if I was not related to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I like yeah. being around them. So you're telling me that most parents... Aren't communicating that vibe to their kids.
1: Yeah, and even it like even when my friends like they tell me like, oh yeah, I'm gonna hang out with my mom tonight, but it would be like something like scheduled. It's like oh, we're doing a family movie night, Oh, and yeah. it's just like just For- forced, forced fun, yeah. mandatory fun, <laughs> and it's just like it kind of worsens
0: it. <laughs> sure, no, I can hear it's that. Like, oh, you only that.
1: want to hang out with me under these certain conditions.
0: Ooh, on their terms. Yeah. So, so again, that's a like thing. It's saying I don't want to necessarily. Maybe maybe this is a better way to describe it. You can tell me from right or wrong. It sounds like what a lot of you and your friends and I just say this to say that, like, we're talking about the age range of your friends are like what, like 18 to 21, 18 to 22, that range, you know, where I think it gets a little tougher with parenting because you are more independent. It's optional, Mm -hmm. but you're definitely stepping into that adulthood, you know, and that relationship's a little different. But it sounds like what you're saying is a lot of your friends don't feel like their parents are interested in them. Like, they're not interested in what they're doing. Yeah, and if it is,
1: it's, like, interest, mm-hmm. but, like, on a parental level. Degree, okay, so it's let's dive like,
0: into that more.
1: Like, oh, yeah, I care what sports you're playing. Mm-hmm. I care, like, what your grades are like mm-hmm. and who you're hanging out with, but only out of, like, concern of your well-being and Got not, it. like, concern of, like, oh, are you enjoying life right now? Like... <sighs> It's are so you funny? Happy,
0: you know because I think that the things you're saying seem pretty like obvious to you mm-hmm. but I think for a lot of people listening this is like a really big light bulb moment yeah because I gotta tell you as a parent we just think that you guys are focused on your own thing and you don't want us in your business you know or that you are maybe like we don't get TikTok or we don't mm-hmm. get, you know, whatever cool thing you young TikTok. folk are doing. You know, you're ticking and you're talking, right? You're hipping and you're hopping, right? Like, <laughs> you know, but like whatever it is that you're interested in, you K-pop, you know, like whatever those things are. So it's like, you know, we're not trying to keep up. We're like, oh, you guys just want to kind of do your cool things. So here we are thinking that while we're kind of busy about our parenting life, that our job is just worry about the checklist. We want to keep you safe. The Mm -hmm. world is fearful to us. We want to make sure you're good mentally. But I know that for me, I'm interested in y'all because I just like your stuff. I'm like, tell Mm -hmm. me the tea. Who's dating who? Like, what do you have going on? I like that outfit. Where'd you get that? You know what I mean? Like, that's just because I'm nosy and weird, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean and maybe because I'm younger yeah also, as I was mom, gonna
1: say like the age difference yeah like like five years yeah like makes my, a huge difference
0: oh, no wait, wait yeah it's just the That's, fact that I'm only five years older than you as makes an accounting
1: it- major that is not the math <laughs>
0: <laughs> look nobody asked you I did not pay you to go to school to do that type of math okay ma'am okay the math not mathing on that <laughs> no but for real. so I understand what you're saying though mm-hmm. it's that energy of no I just want to know like What's your favorite food and what's your this? And so, yeah, I want to tell you and I think you'll remember one of the first things you ever said to me that made me realize I needed to be intentional about this as a parent was when we first got like full time custody of you and we were all living together in the same house in Maryland. And I think you were in, I want to say ninth grade mm-hmm. or maybe maybe like early 10th. And I asked you because I ask you guys this often. I don't know if I ask you as much anymore, but how am I doing as a mom? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, do I ask you that anymore? I probably should ask you more. No, I, maybe okay. I'm not trying to hear. Okay. Like, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I don't want to know the answer. <laughs> is okay the answer <laughs> or is it okay that I don't ask? so good. Oh, boy. I mean,
1: no, it's good. No, it's fine. You're doing good. I know,
0: I'm trying my best. It's, it's a level 10. It's a level 10? Yeah. Out of 20? Out of 10. Oh, thank God. No. <laughs> <laughs> So I used to ask you all the time, like, how am I doing as a mom? Is there anything I can work on? Mm-hmm. You know, do you have any like feedback, you know? And uh, yeah. and I'll never forget when you told me in ninth grade, you were like, yeah, you know, whenever I first come in from school, you start asking me kind of, what do I have as homework and can you do this? And that.' I would kind of like drill into you the li- list of tasks. And that mm-hmm. the first thing you said to me was, it'd be cool if you asked me how my day was and like listened. And I was like, so <laughs> I, no I mean like <laughs> is that I, how I said it oh my
1: god so I mean. mean in
0: so many it wasn't mean at all I mean I asked you the question and yeah. you gave me the feedback and it's it's informed how I've parented you since then because ever since that moment I remember thinking to myself is that really what I do mm-hmm. you know cuz One, it doesn't have to be all business because I do care about her day. And how do I know if I'm not circling back to ask about her day? Yeah. And then also, if she's asking me to do this for her, she also probably wants me to be more intentional Mm -hmm. in, like, the listening about how her day is. So it was always really important to me to not just ask how your day was, but to also say, tell me more about that. And, Mm -hmm. oh, what friend? And is this such and such? And I've tried to do that since then, to the point where you guys kind of make fun of me about, like, how I... Yeah. Like
1: Mom catchphrases. Mom catchphrases. Tell me more
0: about that. That's a mom. Oh, really?
1: <laughs> is that how you feel? <laughs> tell me more. <laughs>
0: sounds- Elaborate. Elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it's funny because what you may not know and we'll reveal it to the masses now is part of why I say tell me I'm y'all can't tell I am blushing right now. I'm actually because I've been caught by my kids. Right. But the reason why I do that is because I never want to bring, and this is probably a good transition to the next part. I never want to bring my perspective or emotion when I'm just supposed to be listening to how you feel. Mm. Right. So like if you're telling me something, whether it's a feeling about your friends or something that's happened or your day, I don't want to immediately respond and make the moment about me by being like, you did what? Or I can't believe this (laughs) happened. Or who is that? Like, I'd rather be like, so tell me more about that. Because one more information can help me kind of calm down if I'm feeling Mm -hmm. a feeling you know and more information also can help you think through something if you're trying to figure out a feeling so that's why I always respond that way because usually I'm like oh I don't know how to respond so you know but you tell me about
1: that to like tell a story I mean just me personally Mm -hmm. and I think for like a lot of kids yeah Yeah, it's easier to like tell a story Mm -hmm. when it's like not influenced by other people's feelings specifically like your parents feelings it's like oh how will she feel if i say this like thing. say the next detail of this story this is going to really affect our relationship wow. maybe i just won't say that part and then you just skip over it Ooh. but then the story doesn't make sense and you gotta joke back that's like, true uh, well
0: <coughs> not just makes sense but also you may be missing out on valuable things like yeah from a parent perspective that's needed so i think that's A great segue. So one of the outcomes of your kids not thinking that you like or are interested in what's going on with them is that they may hold back on telling you things that they need information on to inform their life. Or, you know, frankly, that just might be on their heart. Mm -hmm. So do you think that's like a category thing or do you think they're just not talking to you at all? Or I mean... Gonna, and let's just get real. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we do talk about everything, everything. And I people don't see that side of our relationship. Like, we didn't really show that much on the show that mm-hmm. way. So, you know, like, what sort of things do you think that, you know, some of the young folk are not talking about?
1: I think there are most topics people hold back from their parents because, like, it's not that we don't want your input. It's just, like, if we know it's just going to be received negatively and, like, full of judgment or like the reaction that you normally give your kids Mm -hmm. it's like and I'm not trying to receive that type of energy like I'll just go elsewhere with the information and get feedback from someone else Mm -hmm. but we care about your opinion right so it's like we want you to listen Mm -hmm. and like have some type of feedback but like not that type of feedback
0: so you mean it's like it's all in the delivery frankly yeah yeah and and I mean the thing that I'm hearing like listen we have our relationship, but there's also my mom brain is always present, you mm-hmm. know, and I think one of the things we, we do really well in our relationship is I'll say, OK, mom hat is going on mm-hmm. like firmly, you know what yeah. I mean? Like where it's like mom hat never leaves the room. Yeah. But there are some things where I'll be like, listen, this is I'm not playing about this Firm mom voice, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. But that being said, when I hear some of the stuff you're saying now, like about going someplace else to get the resources and stuff, yeah. like for me, I'm like, I hope you guys are hearing that no matter what, your kids are talking to somebody. Mm -hmm. And that, your your confirmation, (laughs) you don't understand as a parent, your kids are talking to somebody. And so what that means is, do you want to be the type of person? Do you want to create the type of space where your kids are coming to you first, or at least in addition for the resources they need? Or do you want your kids going to anyone and anywhere to get feedback on how to direct their life?
1: Yeah, because it's like, even if it is like their friend or someone who has their best interest, it's like you've been in their life and around mm-hmm. them longer and you might have done the same thing at their age. So well, you that's know. a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like knowing like after twenty years I made this decision. And these were like the repercussions of said decision right. after a long period of time versus right. like,
0: oh, yeah, I did that two months ago and this is how it went for me. Right. Like as in like adults are better resources for yeah. for long range things. But, you know. We need to be the type of environment where someone wants to even use us as a resource. So what that means, and I'll let you know from my perspective, is I know you're going to come talk to me about drugs and sex and boyfriends and life decisions and money spending Mm -hmm. and All of those things. And what you may not know is all of those things give me heart palpitations. I want to fall (laughs) out every single time. (laughs) Every single time. But I've gone to a lot of therapy. Yeah. Because I realize that a lot of those things are me issues in terms of my response to it. Because the thing that I think we've talked about is they're happening anyways. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like your friends are already engaging in Usually by the time it makes it to us.
1: Yeah, it's like it's it's been like a month or two. Like
0: you hear that, parents? (laughs) So like would you say it's fair for all parents out there to realize that not talking about it is not gonna keep your kid from it?
1: Yeah, no, definitely not. I feel like it would only keep you from it.
0: Ooh, that is good. Say it one more time. Or keep
1: you like from like how the thing impacts your
0: child. That is So important, y'all. Not talking about tough topics with your kids will not protect them or keep them from engaging in those tough things. It will only protect and keep you from knowing about it. Yeah, that's it right there. That is it right there. So be an environment to at least help and guide, you know, what they're doing. So let's talk about what that looks like. If you're a parent who hasn't already built that type of relationship, which we said the foundation of it is your kid just knowing that you are liked, what are some things that work? I know that we have we talk about everything literally Mm -hmm. like I'm sure I don't know all of the things. I'm sure I may not know the extent of all the things. And maybe that's one part of it is me not being naive to that. Mm -hmm. But I always try to say, tell me more about that or, you know, what's going on with you. Also,
1: I want to point out it's the delivery of tell me more about that Mm, because it's like If someone like takes away from this podcast, oh, I'm gonna start asking my kids, tell me more about that. But it's like, Aggressive. what? What do? Tell me, tell me more about that. Like that's a good point. Like it's just like tinge with to judgment. Sound, yeah, try not to have
0: judgment sprinkly in. Yeah. It. So holding space. So when I say, tell me more about that, what does it sound like? I'll be you, mom. I'm gonna go steal a car. Tell me more about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you'll get like that's good. softer, and you'll be like, don't murder anyone. <laughs> Tell me more.
0: <laughs> tell me. So Where where is this car coming from? And can you tell me more about exactly what you are intending what on are doing with that? What are your feelings that make
1: you feel like you need to steal a car, Christina? And I'll be like, I'm just feeling rage. And you're like. What is the feeling under the rage? I will say that. What is
0: the feeling behind the feeling? God, I am insufferable. I am just the worst. God, I can't stand myself. I am tired of me. I am exhausting. No, I appreciate that. But it's true. I see what you're saying. It's all about, it sounds like the whole thing really is about judgment. It's just that, you know, when we're younger, and I think, mamas, we did our own stuff too. You know what I mean? We know that we are not, we weren't always baptized is the way I'm going to describe it, okay? There was a time before we were saved (laughs) where we engaged in our own lives. And knowing that, We also know what it felt like and what it even feels like now. I'm going to be completely honest. Some of the stuff that I do, it's embarrassing to say now as an adult. So imagine what it's like when you're a tinier human who's newer to the world with, you know, big feelings to want to go to your one person and say stuff. And you're terrified that they're going to be like, I'm not going to like you anymore or like you at all. Mm -hmm. Or they're going to say you're a mess up or you screwed up or this is terrible when ultimately all we really want is for them to be safe and happy and whole. So... All that being said, let's say a parent doesn't have that relationship now and they're listening and maybe they've listened to this with their little, you know, which if they had, hey, let's just call this team fresh, clean start, you know, and y'all mm-hmm. just start chatting. But if they haven't and they're thinking they want to kind of get back in there, what do you think is the best approach? Is it a go to them right away and say, let's talk, you know, or does that feel too pressur?y or is it kind of like just going in and being humble and being like, let's hold space? Like, what you know, what do you think? I think
1: it's like since... Everyone knows the feeling of like having like embarrassing stuff and like mm-hmm. not wanting to tell your like everything that you've withheld from your parents Oop. is everything that your child is withholding from you.
0: That's a terrifying notion <laughs> and none of us feels good about that.
1: <laughs> That's the truth. And just like imagine what you would want your parent to say in Mm. order for it to help you feel more comfortable when you have to bring up those topics
0: oh that's so so good i know that if i think about what because i've talked about my parent relationship you Mm -hmm. know on this podcast and how like i didn't have a dad that i could really talk to and i felt safe bringing anything up with and if there was anything i think i would have wanted it would have been i literally would not have wanted them to come to me and been like hey so are you having sex like that would have freaked me out because it would have felt confrontational. Yeah, it would have been frightening. It makes my stomach flip right now and I am grown mm-hmm. like so yeah. it's like super uncomfortable. I think I would probably have wanted more of a and how I think I would have approached you. I think is how I've approached you is just kind of. Hey, if you need to talk about this or anything. I just want you to know like I'm here and I'm here to help you with whatever decision you want to do. I think I say that a lot to you is Mm -hmm. just to help kind of extract the judgment from it, which is, look, I want to give you all the information. I want you to know that these are the choices that exist and you can come back to me and ask. But whatever choice you make, this is where I can help you. Mm -hmm. If you decide to make a choice outside of that barrier, I just want you to know that you're going to absorb everything that goes along with that, too. I think I think does that sound accurate? I'm making that up. You can call me out. (laughs)
1: I I think that is very accurate like when we are talking about life choices and what I decide to do Mm -hmm. you don't just like you don't only tell the bad parts to put in your like to
0: freak out yeah
1: like your (laughs) perspective because it's like oh yeah you could do these things these are the bad things Mm -hmm. but also
0: here's the good things Mm -hmm. and it's like. They don't really balance out, but right. choices are choices. Choices are choices. And it could be better than you than we hope. You yeah. know what I mean? like, So let's use an example, because I think real world examples always help people. You came to me recently, and this is something that I don't think I told you at the time was tough for me, mm-hmm. but I accepted it. You came to me recently and told me you were thinking about moving out. Yeah, And I remember, um, you know, it's kind of a running joke sort of on my social and, you know, the TV show and stuff that I want you to move out. But yeah. the truth is, and I think every mama knows this. I would have you up under me till you were 45. You know what I mean? Like, you are my baby. I am all for it. I'm not taking that little boyfriend of yours also, but I would keep you, right? So when you came to me and said, hey, mom, I'm considering moving out, I knew that it was a couple things. That one, there were probably frustrations, Mm -hmm. right? Because people usually want to leave a place of, because it's a place of security, you know what I mean? So if you want to leave, that's because there's frustrations. And then Also, I knew that you may also just be maturing and saying, look, I'm looking to the future. What does that start looking like? So when you came to me, it was tough because I was triggered. Like I had my feels, you know, Mm -hmm. my feelings were, am I not a good mom? Does she not like being here? What did I do wrong? Like that was my Mm -hmm. personal junk. But I knew that I needed to hear more about like, what is it that you want to do yeah you know I'm, I'm glad
1: you didn't express that
0: because oh really yeah
1: because I was already nervous about like moving out and like oh, telling wow. you like oh I want to move out sure because I'm like oh she's gonna feel like I don't love her anymore and uh, that I'm just gonna go outside and be crazy do hood stuff with my friends <laughs> and just I didn't that's want so to interesting feel like that, that yeah, yeah, that's how you were like,
0: feeling yeah I would have felt that way, but yeah, I, would have felt, I know you did. Yeah, but, but it was, it was just but nice that's to my not, own feeling. Yeah, that wasn't that's it, it's not the truth of it. You know what I mean? It's just how I would feel. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: and it's like a conversation that we had later on, but it mm-hmm. wasn't like a not in the in moment, the moment yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, like you didn't make the oh, Chrissy wants to move out about oh, mom feels like this because right. Chrissy wants to move out.
0: Right, right, right. I think how did that conversation go? I think the next thing I said was okay. So I think I probably said, tell me more about that. Yeah, Yeah. you were.
1: And then I was like, oh, yeah, you know, just thinking because of like this, this and this thing, I want to move out, but I still want to be like close to home. And you helped me like,
0: what is that word? Like know all your options. I mean, I put options in front of you is what I recall. Like I remember saying, if you want to move out, great. You can move on campus. You could get a place. mm -hmm. You could do this. You could stay home. You probably want to run some math on that.
1: Yeah, basically like strategize according to what, I personally Mm -hmm. wanted when it came to like oh the feeling of moving out right and you know it was just nice not having like judgment around it sure because I already know that like moving out is like a thing
0: yeah it is it is a thing it is a thing and so for those of you guys listening I want you to know from the mom side of it in presenting that it's hard Mm -hmm. because you're basically trusting that your kid will make the right call And you have to accept that if they make a different call, right call doesn't necessarily mean your call, but you're hoping that they make the right call for them. So whenever I present all the options to my kids, I try to be as honest about it as possible, but I try not to push them one way or another because I have to trust that I have raised good kids. So there's no way that you can say that you both have raised good kids, but you also are judging all their decisions. If you think you've done a good job, let the good job show.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, like, I can honestly tell you, Chrissy, one of the things I'm so proud of with you is that whenever I put things in front of you, you always you don't always make the decision I would make, Mm -hmm. but you always make a decision that I think is smart, well informed, properly planned and something that you can live with and you're willing to accept responsibility for. So Mm -hmm. I'm always really proud of you for that. Like, and in the moving out situation, you decided it was kind of a compromise. Like, I'm going to stay home, but I'm going to revisit this later, I Mm -hmm. think was the decision. Um, But we've had times where I think even during your chemo treatment, there was a question about your care. And I was like, this decision is yours. And what I did was I made sure you understood it. You know, I like what they were saying and all of the pieces. And you actually went in a direction that was completely different from what I would have done. You know, but you said you felt safe and comfortable to do it. Do you regret it? No. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So, I mean, it's like I think that a lot of times as parents, we worry so much that we want to control our kids' decisions. Mm -hmm. And we forget that. If you're able to just at least inform them and let them have the decisions in front of them, if you've shown up and put your good stuff in them and been a great example, like they'll choose what's right. And if they don't, they'll figure it out because yeah. you're not my only kid. Right. And I've got kids who decide to do what they want all the time and uh, they're living their choices. You yeah. Know? Like life choices. is
1: going to be hard either way. So just be a good parent so that you can help your child navigate through whatever hard they choose.
0: Oh, that's so good. And I think we can close on that note. Oh, my goodness. Chris, I'm just I'm trying not to have a super mom moment. You know how I am. You know, how I'm, oh, God, you guys can't see her face. She's just like cringe, cringe, cringe. I just love you so much. And I am so proud of you. And I am so grateful. It's I, I say this all the time. I say it to you. But it is such a privilege to get to be your mom. Like, mm-hmm. I can't even believe you allow me to do this. And it has helped me grow because I've had to learn patience. (laughs) And that has served me well in a lot of places. I just love you. So before we go, let everyone know about your business, where they can find you. I let everyone do that at the end of the podcast.
1: You guys can find out more information about my business at summerarrow.com. We are also on Instagram and Facebook at mysummerarrow.com.
0: And what are you up to next? I mean, obviously it's your junior year. What are you thinking for the future?
1: I'm going to... Finish college. Okay, <laughs> is, good, good. Um, but in between that, I'm working on getting more products okay. and different types of products and new colors for the head wraps. And so yeah, really exciting. I so look forward to that, guys.
0: I'm so proud of you. So college and growing the business. Oh, couldn't be prouder. And I couldn't be prouder even if you weren't doing any of that. I'm proud just when you wake up.
1: Thank you. All right. I
0: love you. Thanks so much for being here. And y'all, thanks so much for listening. I cannot wait to see you next week. Another great chat. Ah, I love spending time together. Now I need you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review because I love hearing from you. And then come hang out with me on Instagram at Nicole Walters. I'll be back here next week and I hope you are too. See you there, friend.